And I guess for me, the, the, the song Mess With Me is a declaration that, that um, I want to spend the rest of my life alive. Um, and, and a lot of times that comes, like I said earlier, at an expense. You know, you have to approach the problems head on. And sometimes the problems are, are within. You know, to look outside yourself and find that you're part of a much bigger world, um, look up at the stars and, and realize how small we are, that puts, puts it all in context, you know, a lot of the times. I like what, what John said, um, that the, uh, the sickness is myself. You know, I think that, that uh, can sum up our society many times, you know, that it's easy to uh, look at the guy next to you, oh, he's the problem, or that politician, oh, he's the problem. Yeah, G.K. Chesterton said, the problem with the world is me, you know, and the moment you recognize that and, and start to address the problems within, I think that that many times opens your eyes to the rest of the world. Welcome to Switchfoot Song Stories, a fan-run and operated podcast, not affiliated with Switchfoot. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Switchfoot Song Stories. I'm your host, Tyler D. Smith, and we've got a really fun episode for you this week because I am joined by CDME, a young band of brothers from California. And if you follow Switchfoot on social media at all, you probably saw this band of brothers being called up on stage at a recent Switchfoot concert. And these guys got up on stage and absolutely rocked it, the song Mess of Me with Switchfoot. So guys, welcome. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being part of this. Um, let's start off by each of you kind of introducing yourself. Tell us uh, your name, your age, and maybe what instrument you play in the band. Ethan, do you want to go first? Yeah, yeah sure. Um, I'm Ethan. I'm nine years old, and I usually play the bass, and I sing. So... Yeah, that's basically it. Alright, I'm Mason. Um, I'm 11 years old. I play guitar, bass, and drums, but uh, most of the time I play guitar. And it's probably my favorite instrument. Very cool. Yeah, uh, I'm Dylan. I'm 13 years old, and I play guitar and piano. And I'm Cameron, and I play drums, and I'm 14 years old. Very cool. It's nice to meet all of you. Um, you know, one thing that I think is really cool is that over the years, you know, at times at concerts, Switchfoot would bring somebody up, maybe like to play guitar in a song or maybe to play drums in a song. But yeah. to my knowledge, I don't know if they've ever brought up an entire band before. So that was a really cool moment um, for y'all to, to get up there and, and, uh, and, and play that song with those guys. So um, I guess any of you, maybe all of you can answer, what did it feel like? I don't know if you're still, you know, if it was me, I'd be like, I don't know if I could even remember because I'd be like on this, you know, emotional high of being on stage. But what was that like um, to share the stage with those guys? It was so surreal. It was, oh my gosh, it's, but yeah, it's, it's a little hard to describe. Um, but it, it was, was amazing though. Like it wasn't a, like a, a scared, overwhelming. It was, yeah, it was really incredible. We were thinking about it for like days after. Yeah. I'm just still <laughs> thinking about how crazy it was. Yeah, dad couldn't stop smiling. Like, like he, he could... he, even after the song, when we went back into the crowd, like in the middle of the songs, you would just turn to me and be like, it happened. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. We all slept terribly that night because we all kept thinking about it and then just laughing. Yeah, we yeah. At like one thirty. Yeah. That's pretty special. Um, yeah, you'll be probably talking about that the rest of your life. It's really cool to even, you know, go back to like 
switch with social media and relive uh, the moments from that. But, yeah. you know, even before all of you went on stage that night, you put out a bunch of uh, Switchfoot covers on your social media pages. So I encourage yeah. fans to go check those out. I know you've done, you've covered Fluorescent, Dare You to Move, Mess of Me, Voices. Those are the ones yeah. that I've seen. I don't know if you've done any more than that, but um, that's pretty cool. And, and one thing that I think is amazing there's a lot of uh, longtime Switchfoot fans, people that have been following them for 10, 15, 20, even up to 25 years of fans. And most of the guests that we've had on this show have talked about how they're just longtime fans. They've been, they've been with them for a couple decades. But having you guys on, this is proof that Switchfoot is still reaching new generations of fans. And yeah. so not, not only are you guys young, but you also, uh, from what I heard, also just kind of recently discovered Switchfoot and fell in love with them. So, and now you're, you're big fans of theirs too. So where did that kind of start? When did you discover Switchfoot? What makes you like the band so much? Well, sometimes we're just listening to the radio and we hear a song and we go back home and we listen to it more and we find out more of the band, listen to more of that songs. And then yeah, we like run our songs and do covers. Yeah. Yeah. We moved to uh, we moved here like maybe three years ago, um, and we we'd heard about Switchfoot. It's not like we didn't know anything about Switchfoot, but when we went to the Switchfoot Broham, uh, that's when it just kind of clicked. You know, like this band is amazing. You know, just their yeah. energy with the crowd. Yeah, definitely. Li living in their hometown, it was hard not to know at least a little bit about them. Yeah. But. <laughs> We had never tried to learn any of their songs until we saw them live. And I mean, yeah, they, they said it already. It was just, we were like, wow, this is such an amazing band. And they live right here. So we got more into them. Yeah. yeah. And that was just this summer uh, when we saw them at Pro-Am. Yeah. yeah. And that, that in itself is amazing because you basically like just fell in love with the band and yet, you know, to learn these songs and then again to come up on stage um that shows like you guys are you may be young but you sound like seasoned professionals uh <laughs> playing so that's awesome thank you <laughs> so what's the dream for all of you i know you've had you've had some shows you have original songs as well um is the dream to make records and tour and you know maybe you'll be a band for 25 plus years like switchfoot is so, that the dream you can explain well well yeah <laughs> so yeah well yes so um my my dad put the, I didn't come up with this. My dad put this nicely. What we what we want to do is we just want to keep making cool stuff. Uh, he did not use the word yeah. stuff um, because I mean that's why we got into music in the first place because it was just fun. And the more we do this as we play, big slowly bigger and bigger shows. And you know um, that Wednesday night was kind of a huge step up from the typical stuff. But um, yeah. we just want to keep doing fun stuff like that and. Yeah, if touring for decades is the way to do that, then that's that's the road we'll go down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for now, we're just writing more original songs, and you know, like my dad was saying, you can you can do covers, and you can have fun. People will know about you, but really, you you only become like famous as a band when you write your own songs that become like hits. And yeah, as an artist, as in a, your own yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would encourage you to keep writing because I know a lot of bands, and, and John Foreman himself, he writes basically a song a day it's like a journal for him which is Me too. Crazy to think about yeah that's cool yeah keep it up um another thing i've noticed one thing that i love being a music lover myself is that 
there are so many good bands and musicians out there that have brothers or family members in the band. Like some of my favorite in the world, obviously Switchfoot with John and Tim. Yeah. You got Colony House. You got Red. Uh, Remedy Drive was a band of brothers for a long time. Uh, Need to Breathe had brothers for a long time. Skillet has a husband and wife. Uh, we the Kingdom for King and Country, like all these amazing bands that I love. You know, I could go on and on, but it's pretty special. So getting not only to make music, but to do it as a family, like the love you have for one another. And I think it also allows you to respect one another with each other's opinions. And you can have kind of a healthy, like, let's try this or let's try this kind of stuff, you know, as you uh, collaborate and write together. But what does that mean to you guys to not only be in a band, but a band with your brothers? It's pretty cool. It's, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's a really, it's a really great way to do things because we became a band really naturally. Yeah, I, we were around yeah. each other like all the time. Yeah, so I, I started playing drums when I was really little and then, you know, one by one, they all learned instruments and... Yeah, we wanted to learn too. So. Just at some random, I don't, I don't remember exactly when, but, you know, at some time we were... Started so, yeah, it went from us all playing instruments separately to us playing instruments together and then we were a band, it just kind of happened. Yeah, I never, I never, I, I don't remember when we even like said like, oh yeah, we can be a band. Yeah, like, you were so I don't, little. I don't, I don't remember that. Like, I think I was just too little to like, just put thought into it, really. Yeah, probably like five, maybe. It was, mm -hmm. yeah, four years ago. Four years, wow. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, That's it's cool. been great. Very, very cool. So. The song, so on this show, we always take a song and kind of dive into it a little further, but I thought it'd be, you know, a natural thing with you guys playing Mess of Me on stage. We've not uh, talked about that song on the show yet, um, but is there any, can you remember off the top of your head, like, is there a, a part of that song that you like the best as far as playing it, singing it? Is there a lyric of the song that you uh, resonate with, like, what about the song other than sounding really cool because it's one of the best rock songs they have <laughs> uh, how do you relate to that song well i mean my favorite part is probably um like the sort of like breakdown bridge part where it's all quiet and then they go and they go in the they, there ain't no drug part and then they slowly amp it up into the chorus and it just feels so powerful it's a really that. nice build yeah. yeah that's one of my favorite parts too yeah I think a lot of people listening to this will be like, yep, yeah, me too. I mean, that's <laughs> the way it erupts back into the chorus. Yeah. A lot of fun. Yeah. In my notes, I put down like one of my favorite lines of the song is just a very simple, I want to spend the rest of my life alive, which I think is a great line. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that, that bridge, I mean, I, not just this song, I think it's one of the coolest switchfoot moments that there is, you know, the, the guitar, there ain't no drug building in. That's some some epic rock star stuff right there. <laughs> and the song, um, like we we were just practicing yesterday uh, one of the songs that I wrote, and um, we added in uh, a bridge build up part, just like the one in Messing Me. In fact, it's in the same key too. Oops. Um, <laughs> yeah, that Oopsie. goes. So it's very inspired by Messing Me. And, nice. Um, a lot of our songs are inspired. Yeah, definitely. We're getting we're getting the exclusive, so watch out for that song. That's gonna be cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So another thing that we do on this show, I always, just about every episode, I go back and look up something that John or one of the guys have said about the song um, that they, maybe in an interview or when they first wrote the song. And so um, I can get your thoughts on some of these words that John had way back when, when Hello Hurricane came out and this song came out. Um, John Foreman said this about the song. He said, lyrically, the song is yearning for abundant life to spring from past mistakes. The song attempts to explore the darkest parts of our lives, rising above these gloomy moments to find true life. I feel that tension every day between right and wrong, life, life and death. And there's no easy path for freedom from self. It's a narrow road and few find it. We've all thought about the quick fix, yet the problems in my life are much bigger than any temporary solution. We die a little every day, physically, spiritually. We're in sorry shape, but there ain't no drug to make me well. Ain't no drug that can relieve me from the monster in myself. Ain't no one to blame, but my decision is made. I want to follow this through. I want to spend the rest of my life alive. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I love about Switchfoot. Their lyrics are always like really deep. Like, yeah, yeah no. And some bands are just talking about the coolest cars that they have and how cool they are, but these lyrics are just so, like, yeah, they have deeper meanings. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree. Later on, he also talked about, which is one thing I want to get your opinion on. John Foreman says a lot of times there are some songs that take years to finish because they're kind of wrestling with them, they're tweaking them, they're not sure if they're going to see the light of day. This was one of those songs. Other times, he'll write a song in, in 15 minutes, and it's like front to back, done, send it out to the world. But this is one of those that they really had to fight with over time. Um, so he said that this tune has lived several lives, all revolving around the guitar hook. It actually started out as a song called I Saw Satan Fall Like Lightning. I wrote it years back. Um, we took it in the studio with Charlie Peacock for a week of recording. Then we wrote a new chorus called the song there ain't no drug for a while then built the oh. verse lyrics around the new chorus made the bridge the chorus after that and at this point i was about as lost as you reading this <laughs> these are the limitations of having no limitations so we stepped away from the song for a while we knew it was a great one we were just too inside of it when we came back to it we realized that we were really close we just needed that final push so we retracked everything at mike's place Tim was the champion of this tune, lifting it from one phase to the next, never giving up on the riff. I'm really proud of Tim for pushing through to the final version that we ended up recording Mess of Me on the record. So they really fought for that song. Um, I, I think it's cool for you guys to even hear stories like that. Maybe you've experienced it already, maybe not, but I think some songs will be easy and some songs you're going to have to fight for. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Some I, songs are just you can write and find minutes, and then the others you have to kind of take a break from for like a couple of years or months and like come back to it and finish it off. Yeah. yeah. A few songs like that. I'm okay. only just starting to write the Mason and Ethan. I've been writing for a long time, and yeah, I have seen that word. But mm, um, a song that I keep trying to make a verse for, but I just can't find the right like notes to it it's yeah, kind you'll, of, you'll find it but while he's been I'll working it on it eventually. a bunch of other quick songs have popped up yeah uh really quickly so yeah it's yeah like like john said you he said um the line about limitations <laughs> yeah 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 when you have nothing no like framework to start with 
it can be really tough to figure out where you're going. I know that the guys have a, like hard drives full of stuff too. So um, you're probably experienced with that as well. Like anytime a, a thought pops in your head, like get the voice memo out or the pad of paper, the computer note and just write it all down. And, you know, there's been times like actually on Switchfoot's latest record, there was a song they wrote 15 years ago that made it to that track. So pretty crazy. We talked about that in our, our episode called Wolves. Um, that's the uh, the song that was took almost two decades to see the light of day, but it eventually did. That's pretty cool. Wow. That is, wow. 15 years. Yep. So if you want, talk about some of your um, original songs. Maybe you can really go in any direction you want, either like some titles or what's what you're working on, maybe messages behind them like what kind of um inspiration messages uh are you trying to you know kind of dive into in your original work well i mean i haven't wrote like any like 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 deep songs yet it's mainly just been about my songs that i wrote that i write are mainly just like stories from another perspective sort of like like one song is about like being bullied and feeling left out and another song is about like, um, like, like wanting, wanting a certain toy or wanting a certain thing. Yeah. Or like, 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 or some songs are just about me talking about my cat. <laughs> and, yeah. And talking about how much I love my cat. So. There you go. Like, yeah. But even the, even the, I don't know, so-called less deep songs are great practice for when yeah. you do want to go in yeah. and create something. Yeah, uh, writing originals is still kind of a new thing for us. We've been doing most of our cellists as covers, so yeah. it's still sort of a new thing. But Ethan's, Ethan's been writing, like you said, with John, like a song every single day, whether oh, yeah. it's like hmm. while he's doing it in the bathroom or scootering outside, doing it. Taking a shower. Taking like, a shower. Yeah. Like, yeah. do you want to tell him about some of your songs? I mean, I don't, like, I don't really, like, sometimes, there's some songs that I write, like, like, Midnight and Walk Again that just don't make sense at all. Like, they're just like, why do you only sleep at midnight? Like, that, that's not very good for your health. And you only, you only sleep for, like, a minute, right? If it's midnight. Right? 15, I guess, 59 seconds. But, like. And then there's like thing, things like home. I mean, lost doesn't really make sense, but like home kind of makes sense. It home. has like a kind of feeling to it. Home is kind of about like talking about homelessness and stuff. Yeah. So I like that song. Yeah, that I, I, I really like that song. But like. Yeah, that's one of the more deep ones. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I mean, lost. I guess is another one of those, but mm -hmm. it doesn't. I don't really know what I was going for. And and all these random names we're throwing at you guys, uh, there they'll be eventually. Yeah, they'll be up there eventually. A lot of yeah, them are yeah. still being tweaked, but you might see them in fifteen years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, a lot of them are on our YouTube channel, also. That's true. Yeah, sometimes if you want to check them out there. Um, Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, I love love to hear that. Just uh, I, I'm a big into like song titles and like just how songs began, whether it's just for the joy of music or whether it has some kind of connection to something you went through. Um, it's all great. So I'm looking forward to hearing all of that. Um, if you had any advice for maybe young musicians or 
maybe other kids or even adults who may be listening um, for anything in, in music and life, um, things you learn from parents, Switchfoot, anything. Um, what would you say, some advice to maybe some younger people or musicians out there? Yeah, for adults too, right? Kids and adults? Yeah. Okay. When I was, when I was yeah. starting to write songs, and that sounds like it was what, like a while ago, but it was probably about, back in the day. Yes, back in the day of like three weeks ago, um, oh. literally. Uh, you know, for years, I haven't been writing songs. It's also because I play drums and I don't know notes as well as, as you guys. But I, I wanted to, but I was always sort of waiting for like a lightning bolt of inspiration and I would know everything I had to do. But that doesn't happen. You can, you don't necessarily, you don't need to wait for an external bolt of lightning to tell you exactly what to do. It's not. Yeah, sometimes you just have to flush out the song. Yeah, it can, right yeah, like, it can just, it can start very simply. Like for a while during the pandemic, I wasn't, I wasn't really writing songs a lot because I don't know, there was some reason behind it. Like I, I was like, I didn't have any inspiration and everything and it was so boring. But I was, I was like waiting for the lightning bolt. Like, oh, that could be a song. Yeah. I could be waiting for the lightning bolt. Yeah, or a CDME quote. You yes. Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, CDME Twitter. But you don't have to wait for it. You can make it happen yourself. That's yeah. good. I like it. Through inspiring dramatic music here. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and also sometimes some things that may not seem possible, like for example, playing on stage with one of your favorite bands. If you plan it right and if you have the, the what's, what's it called, the motivation, then you can probably make it happen. Yeah. yeah. It just yeah. that happened because. We learned some of Switchfoot songs. Oh, yeah. We put them on the internet enough times that Switchfoot saw them. Mm-hmm. We had practiced them enough that they sounded good. So when we went to Switchfoot's show, they knew we were there and knew we could play the songs. It was. I mean, we're, only, yeah, we're, we're they, still we're still not very sure if they, if if they, they because we don't know how um, much John about knew. five hours before the concert dad had kind of given up trying to because like it had been his dream you know like get him to play with switchfoot and we knew it had happened before because they had invited people up to play mm-hmm. like on stage with them like never with the whole band but like right. it kind of had happened before um i remember he was cooking eggs and he got a text uh through twitter saying uh wow what songs do they know uh oh yeah yeah bring bring us yeah bring it make a sign make a sign them up on stage at the show and it was like from john foreman it was (laughs) it was from the switchfoot account so we still don't really know oh true oh just make a sign right i don't know if you guys could do that but that was our mom saying that yeah it actually said even let's just make a sign um so it it was just a, it's just a matter it was just a matter of a person seeing the right thing at the right time it, it, yeah. it can it, amazing things can happen for really simple reasons yeah absolutely yeah and you guys went for it i love it um i mean i think there's so many people that are kind of scared to put themselves out there like that i mean had it not worked out you still you still would have said we tried, right? You know, there's other things in life that you're going to try and maybe they may not always work out, but you never know unless you try and you, you did the work to learn the songs and then you, you know, put in that effort and then it worked out as a, a really 
incredible moment. So hopefully people can take that as inspiration um, just to follow dreams. I know for, for me, even this podcast, we keep sending out messages to these artists and these, these different people that I know have had some kind of connection to Switchfoot and people keep saying yes. And it's amazing. And it's just like, let's just keep doing it. Let's just keep sending messages and telling great stories with it. And, and so that's awesome. You guys are, are, uh, quite the inspiration at a young age. Um, where can people find all of your stuff? Like maybe website, social media, anything like that, where, uh, yeah, we have a YouTube channel. Um, it's primarily, I guess, YouTube and Instagram. And yeah. Instagram too. Yeah, yeah. If you search on on either, just CDME for the four letters. Yeah, it's uh, on we, Instagram. It's under Jamie Trueblood. But, it, but if you search CDME, yeah, if you search it, CDME, it then it'll come up. All pretty much all our videos are there. We yeah. also have like our longer songs and stuff on YouTube usually. Uh, yes. Also, yeah. if you just search up CDME, you'll find us there. There's not many other things called CDME. <laughs> oh, well, there's the construction demolition. Oh, yeah. We oh, tried yes. to get the domain CDME.com, but then some like construction, what was it? Construction, it demolition, construction uh, mechanics, mechanics, and engineering. Anyway, yeah. that, we're, we're rambling. Uh, but yeah, CDME. Yeah. Instagram, YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. And we'll also link to some of the videos. Um, if you guys are cool with it, even on the podcast, we're going to play some audio of you guys doing some Switchfoot stuff, if you're cool with it. Yeah, okay. sure. Okay, yeah. Cool. Sounds good. And uh, we'll have some links for people in the show description where they can uh, go directly to your YouTube channel and things like that. Um, so that's going to be cool. Hopefully we'll send some fans your way. Um, I want to thank you guys so much for being on. Can't wait to see what comes next for you guys and for your future. Maybe we'll connect sometime at... Uh, at a bro-am or some future show. So that'll be really cool to, to meet you guys in person one day. But uh, keep yeah. rocking, keep inspiring, and everybody go check out their stuff. Thanks a lot, guys. All right, thank Thanks. you. Yeah. Thanks You're for having right. us on, Tyler. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. 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 Thanks. Bye. Oh, there ain't no drugs